Welcome to the Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Larry Smith. Don't worry. We are cousins. I wasn't sure it's been so long since we've done this because we double casted and all that fun stuff that I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to start this. We're going <laughs> to fuck it up. I, I haven't fucked it up in a long time. I know. You're, you're I'm getting finally good, good at this after 200 episodes. <laughs> 200. Speaking of, it is episode 202 and we're doing what every fucking cast is doing this week. And they stole our idea. <laughs> yeah, right. We are doing a top 10 uh, commander cards of the year. Uh, yes. but a little bit of a twist and we did this last year. We've do it. I think, I think we've done it every oh, year so far. I got mine. Yep. You got yours. We don't know each other's lists. And we so we are going to go over our list from 10 to one. And, and we're going to hope if... that we didn't steal each other's <laughs> and maybe we do. Well, and... Adam's hoping that we do. So he doesn't have to do as many cards on <laughs> <Exactly>. YouTube. <laughs> then I could just leave. No, it'd be, <laughs> I'll still have to do as many cards. It's just hopefully ours match up exactly. So I can just keep it up and not change the card out. So that's what I'm hoping here. Uh, right. We This is like behind the curtain stuff, but we're kind of a day behind. This is still going to hopefully come out on time. Yeah, but hopefully. The, the plague has hit the house of Lowry. House yes. of Lowry. What, 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 what happened with you uh, the last couple of days here? I'm just happy that when I fart, I don't poop my pants anymore. <laughs> that's... We got we got stomach bug real bad. <laughs> Can I mention what grossed me out the most? Are you even going to tell that part? <laughs> Can you? I wasn't going to. Um. So I, wait. Okay. Just so I'll go into part. a little bit more. The, the so first. The first. Pukes. For dinner, I had some tortellini with pesto on it, and then chicken sausage. Very tasty. And uh, did you post that? Did you post that on the Discord too? I did not. Oh, I did okay. Not. Then. But it. That was my first vomit, and it felt like one of those cheese logs with stuff in it, and uh, it was coming out of my mouth, and I had to, like, bite it to uh, have it go into the toilet rather than... That's what it felt like, at that least. That is so gross. It's like the South Park episode where you're just... They're, they're pooping out just of their mouth. It was so bad. And then, oh, I, you know, I go up... for you! I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling good. She's like, I'm not sleeping either, and so... Uh, it was off and on between me, my wife, and my son until about five thirty in the morning, and you're just lack then, of sleep and ugh. Yeah, man. yeah. There was no sleep, and I, I was sleeping on my son's floor after he started because he obviously was upset. This is probably the first time that he has been like throw up sick like this. It sucks when life. littles get it. Yeah. Like oh, he doesn't understand. He doesn't like, know what's sleep going with on. Me? And I'm yeah. just like. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. And so I probably saved our carpet because I did, you know, I was like, okay, puking this. Uh, I had one little puking thing. This not me, but happened with us was, uh, Zeke ended up getting sick. Um, we did after we did our house in Florida, we surprised your your two weeks sound a lot better. (laughs) Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We, (laughs) I went to Florida already having a cold so i didn't like catch anything there but we got there did our house part of the surprise of the boys was going to universal studios so we trekked over after on monday and oh man traffic there dude it was just we got there and it said we were nine miles away but 45 minutes to an hour of a drive yeah so you could have walked that Right. So we get there and I, I don't want to go really long story, but anyways, it took us a long time to get into the actual park 
because there mm-hmm. were ticket issues because you have to be a resident. And if you're my stepdad's a resident and he wasn't there with us and actually he couldn't buy it for us. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. Anyways, we end up spending an extra hundred dollars a person each Ooh. to, yeah, because we weren't resident. We get in there. It's like seven o'clock. Zeke is already like falling asleep. It's raining. It's cold. Uh, Cause a big, uh, basically almost like a hurricane was coming through, but it wasn't, it was a really deep, low pressure. And so the temperature dropped 30 degrees from being in the eighties to down into the 30 Ooh. or forties and fifties. Yeah. We get in there, we get to uh, Hogwarts. Awesome. Never been there before. Like this, you know, I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Zeke just wants to go. So we paid this extra, like 40 bucks for each of them for just that night. And so Cindy Oof. and Zeke went back to the hotel. He just got over exhausted. Uh, the drive. It's a long day. And then it was just a lot of people. And he ends up puking when he got back to the hotel. That was pretty much it. Um, but the rides were awesome. We did fast passes. If you ever do Disney in the near future or Universal, yeah. get fast passes. It's worth the money. There were multiple rides that we were an hour to an hour and a half wait. And we got in when five... The longest we waited was 20 minutes Ooh, on those two hours. And it sounded long. like the discord was helping a lot. Were you oh, kind of like yeah. changing along with what that was saying? Awesome. Well, I just was like, which rides to do? And it was, are the good ones to do And the discord wrench. I help with that a lot. There's a lot of people that, yeah. you know, have been there and they're like, uh, do this ride, this ride and that ride. The best ride by far, if you go to universal is the Hagrid ride and you do that at night and it's fucking amazing. Cause you're on a motorcycle and there's a buggy, so it's a two-person, but it's really a roller coaster, so there's like eight motorcycles, and you, you're flying. Like, it's going from zero to whatever in split second, and so you feel what it's like when, because I have a motorcycle. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a motorcycle, so uh, when you gun it from, like, just sitting to whatever, you feel that in your stomach, and you feel mm-hmm. that in the ride, and it was pretty freaking amazing i don't want to spoil what it does but the story bro thanks thanks yeah. yeah so highly recommend it uh oh you got your buttons <laughs> you I got your one. card uh okay so we got through the holidays anything special i see some ninja turtle glasses in the background you got back there those have been there for years oh, they have. <laughs> well you haven't they haven't been there for years i just am now noticing them back there is true, there true. anything that you got for christmas magic related or i didn't i no no i don't encourage magic the gathering giving to me i got so. a blanket see this blanket it's a magic the gathering card <laughs> it's just the one side right though yeah just one side. that's pretty cool and then i got this kind of for myself it says there's some ho ho hoes in this house wow yeah that's wow. my oh you got it for yourself yeah i don't buy anything for myself either. well no it was actually did... a, one of our friends makes the shirts and so oh, she okay. i got three of them for cindy and then kind of did the santa thing and put one in my own stocking kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> i got i guess i bought for myself i bought one of those like ring lights for oh you did cameras yeah but then i got one from uh the kids as well so do you have that on right now <sighs> no what? no no I, we're, we're I recording i've been sick <laughs> i got it i got it saturday morning and sunday night i was sick i'm sorry uh, i'm not mad i'm just disappointed Larry. i all the time i'm sure oh i did get I'm this sure. this uh did you just bleep me no i bleep me I don't know. <laughs> I got a Harry Potter uh, pen. This is my new podcast pen. It's a wand. It's a wand? It's a wand. It's a pen. Can you see it? That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Did you get it at 
oleanders? Actually, my aunt gave me this. Bef- like she bought it from the gift shop. We bought okay. the the actual wands though. Or that's pretty cool. Like you buy the wands, they're freaking expensive. They're fifty five bucks or whatever. And both boys got one. But then you go to spots in the Harry Potter, like Hogwarts, and yeah, and you have to do the spell in a certain way, and then something happens. Like they have oh, it marked on the ground. Too. Yeah, shit. you're you're supposed. Well, I don't know if it's actually seen it, but they have like what you're supposed to do on the ground or a map okay. on the map, and then something special happens. So highly recommended. Very That's expensive. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be like a once every three to five year type thing. So. Much better than when we went three years ago to Disney because Disney was just once in a lifetime. It doesn't for for my kids. They'll get to go once. Maybe not Universal. (laughs) I don't know. Universal had some really sweet. I mean, the rides are sweet, and it sounds like they're shutting down certain things and expanding the Harry Potter universe. So it's going to get bigger and bigger. But what they get you on is they have Harry Potter split into two of their parks. So you can't just see uh, you have to you buy have to both, both parks yeah and then they have the harry potter train the hogwarts train going but that's how you connect the two parks okay and so that has like a little thing for it too like you're going to hogwarts it goes yeah. one way you're going no, to- i fucking i fucking love getting ripped off all over the place that's <laughs> that's my favorite you're you're talking me into it yeah <laughs> Once we got there, you really just need two days. If that, you can. If you have the fast pass, you can pretty much get half, if not all, the park done in that day. If you start early and get it done. Yeah, but I mean, like, you want to do some stuff over again, right? Sure. Uh, like I remember I'll going in this. high school, like people were riding on the wild thing at Valley Fair. Yeah, like they did that like twenty times in a day. Here's my question for you: When is the last time you've gone on like big rides? Oh, I, since high school. <laughs> okay, um, getting older college. affects oh, yeah. the crap out of you, dude. Like, <laughs> man, okay. I can barely sit on the swing next to my kid now without getting a little motion sickness. Okay, so okay, these are two stories. More, <laughs> more universal talk. So that first night after Zeke and Cindy went back, we were like, okay, Drake, we're gonna go on. We did the Harry Potter Gringotts ride. Great, it's yeah. a good ride. What they've done with the newer technology is it's part roller coaster, part visual. Uh, like you're actually watching flying a broom and all that stuff. So it intermixes that. So you're actually kind of doing both really cool ride. Second ride, the Simpsons ride, the fucking worst ride in the world. (laughs) Like it was so bad. You get, you remember mystery mind ride at camp Snoopy, uh, mall of America. So it's you, you're sitting in like a cart, like a, uh, like 10 person cart thing. And they still have that there. Cause I took that Zeke there a couple months ago, but anyways, for the daddy and Zeke day, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's it's a screen. It pulls up. Your whole chair moves with what's going on with the screen, right? Yeah. Graphics were awful. It was fuzzy. It just both. So it was me, Nick, and Drake. At the end, like I felt like I was going to throw up. And Nick Nick was making fun of me because when we were walking up to it, I was like, oh, sh- what kind of ride is this? And he's like, what? why do you care? I was like, Things get me now, dude. I can't do like the upside down stuff where you're just sitting oh, up there. And I was like, I can't do the motion stuff. He's like, ah, you're a pansy. I was like, oh, okay. Both of us were sick for like two two hours. Drake oh. loved it because Fine. we were sick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that was my favorite <laughs> ride. I was like, you a hole. That's <laughs> I like seeing you in in pain. Dad. So then <laughs> the second story of that is. The, there's another Harry Potter ride where it's Escape of Hog, not Escape, it's a Hogwarts ride. 
Yeah. That one has you strapped in to your shoulders and everything where you can't move. I have a little bit of claustrophobic whatever to me, but that one flips you upside down, does all this crap, really good graphics. I had to close my eyes because I started getting the fat sweats because I was just getting so <laughs> dizzy and everything because you, you're going in and out from like animatronics to the screen. And when you're coming mm-hmm. out from the screen to animatronics, my eyes would still be moving with what the screen was doing. Ugh. And I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> so Ugh. what I'm telling you is uh, rides are tough now. <laughs> I believe of- it. And the newer stuff has a mix of those. So roller coasters, the Hagrid ride was actually my favorite because it was just a straight up roller coaster. And I can handle that because it's just moving fast. We weren't, yeah. we didn't go upside down or anything, but it was like. Yeah, I'm down anymore. with that. Like, I, I'm probably fine with a roller coaster as well. Yeah, but movie, I don't know how I'm going to handle like, have you done like the Oculus and all that stuff? No. No, <laughs> I haven't. Tyson brought that up to get guys. Get, 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 I said gay guys, guys weekend. Guys. <laughs> gay guys weekend. <laughs> you know, it's a I wasn't magic. invited for, for that one. I'm sorry. Uh, up to guys weekend where he brought his, he didn't have an Oculus then, but he had one of those virtual whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. But like the new stuff, man, I don't know. Am I, whatever. I think I did that a couple pre COVID and like they were doing the scary thing and I saw one scary oh, yeah. thing. I was like, fuck that. Yep. Done. <laughs> where it's like, done. there's a girl sitting next to you. Yeah, that stuff, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to handle it because it's going to be the thing. You know, that's what our kids are going to be playing for video games. It's going to be Oculus stuff. It's like, possible. It, it seems getting big. Anyways, we are 15 minutes in. We should probably get to our actual episode. So we're going to do uh, our top 10 cards. We got something dismissive on, and we got staple verses. So, oh, what are we doing for uh, staple verses this week before we even get to that? Oh, we're going to do exploration versus burgeoning. That's going to be a good one, I think. I don't know if it is. (laughs) You know, I I come up with these, we do it, and then I start working my way through it, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this anymore. It shouldn't be as close, but last week's was different than I anticipated as well. Totally different than what I thought. Well, So that's perfectly fine. This week, when you text it over, and you're like, how about Explore Against Burgeoning? I was like, well, Burgeoning's like way better than Explore. (laughs) I was like, I don't get all these. And I was like, what about Exploration? Is that what you meant? You're like, yeah, whatever the enchantment is, like, <laughs> fuck, okay, now that changes everything. All right, uh, okay, so you can become a patron um, by donating a dollar more like our new patron. All right, let's see if I can get this. Garrett McFalda. I think that's how you say it. Garrett. Garrett. Can't even read. Garrett McFalda, MacFalda, I think it is. It's actually MacFalda. Welcome to the meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. So you can, uh, thank you, Garrett, for becoming a patron. You can donate a dollar or more, gets you in the Discord, uh, gets you chatting with us. Five dollars or more, gets you the proxy of the week. You're at the common, uncommon, rare, mythic level. When you get to that uncommon level, you can start getting foils if you want to choose that. Uh, so that is the financial way to support the show. That's how we're able to expand all of our stuff. Uh, we've gotten upgrades on our equipment and all that fun stuff, but the free way to support the show is to check out YouTube, subscribe to our channel there. You can watch our episode. Like we're talking about right now. Uh, you can see us doing all our fun stuff, see what we're drinking, which it's the middle of the day because we're not doing a nighttime episode. So I'm drinking, uh, energy drink water and Larry's drinking Gatorade Gatorade guy right now. 
So you're going to get completely sober Adam and Lowry this week. Uh, you can check out the podcast. Numbers there, down. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Well, that was boring. Everybody just switched <laughs> off. I like you better when you're drinking. Uh, <laughs> I do too. Uh, <laughs> you can also check out our videos like Curated MTG, which is a bi-weekly pod or uh, video. And this week's Monday's Curated was... Bequeathal. <laughs> Excuse you? Sounds dirty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, one green aura. When that, creature, or when that creature dies, you draw two cards. And so um, Modrotha likes it or any... Like where you're gonna sacrifice creatures is pretty cool, or if it's in like that enchantress style deck, give it a give it a shot. Yeah, well, and you kind of combined it with uh, when you said skull clamp. That's kind of nice when your creature dies, and not only does it it draw you two, but it draws you two more, so you get four on top of that. Yeah, so, so it's a bad skull clamp. Yeah, get that. <laughs> it's a bad, but, but but it's, it's still... probably green's skull clamp. It, it, it's a card I haven't seen, so that's that's kind of the point. The more you know, little star just goes over my head. Uh, all right, so that is Curate MTG. Check that out there. Biggest thing on those. Watch it all the way through. Give it a like and shoot some comments on there because we will respond on there. Uh, other videos we have is, oh, the secret layer stuff. So the breakpoint, breaking point, breakpoint, whatever we call it. Uh, when we get the mm-hmm. new secret layer drops, we're breaking down those in a, kind of a quick video, kind of like the Curated MTG. Currently, we are between secret layers because we don't Which have is one. Weird. Yeah, we don't have one announced, and the other one just ended. So those will be coming whenever those get announced. Those will be popping up. But you can also see Proxy Time, which is on Sundays at seven thirty. That'll be starting up again this Sunday. I'm hoping it will. Yes, because it's not the day after New Year, so I'll feel fine. Yes. <laughs> Although we have kids. New Year's has changed quite a bit having yeah. kids. It's not like the party it used to be, especially because it's Cindy's birthday. We used to whoop it up. But, <laughs> it was uh, a good time. Yeah. So uh, so check out that. I don't know what I'm doing for this week. I have a couple things on mine. Uh, do get suggestions from the Discord. I know the swords are something I got to kind of touch on because we just talked about the swords in our staple verses yeah. that kind of triggered yeah. the, hey, I need to work on those swords. So, uh, all right. So that's that. What else do we have on YouTube? Oh, we're going to be having some new stuff starting soon-ish. Uh, Spotlight decks are going to be making their appearance soon-ish, right? You, me, you more times than me. For yes. every one I do, you'll have 10. <laughs> uh, that's not true. That's You're talking about for the year then. <laughs> you'll get one in a year. I think, so I'm, I'm hoping to start doing like brewing. I don't know what it's going to be called yet, other than maybe... Next week, I'll probably just aim to try and do switcheroo okay. and just work through some decks and try and get the handle on it, see the timing, see see what's going on. And then after that, I'll probably build Umbris. I got a pile of stack of cards that I want to just go through ideas and then work from there. Yeah. So this will be a continue. We're going to kind of workshop how we're going to do it all, but that's going to be yeah. a kind of a live way to look at or talk with us if you want to interact. It's kind of like the proxy time stuff. I'll also be doing some of those spotlight stuff with Lowry, or not with, but also alongside Lowry doing some of those. But mine just won't be as often, so it's yeah. me Lowry's little thing. Um, we're also going to be expanding things to the Twitch world and the TikTok world, hopefully. Uh, we got to work on those, but that might actually be the sure. way that we go live is doing Twitch, uh, just because it's easier and then uploading to YouTube when it's all done. Because YouTube is good. It's just they haven't built up their their site yet they're not kind of like twitch yet so we're gonna kind of 
we're going to test the waters and see how that goes. So we're doing some expansion on that. Uh, was there anything else with that? Uh, we do have some new giveaway stuff. I do want to mention a couple shout outs here. No, I'll do the shout out here when we get to stump the Smith Savant, but the new giveaway stuff we did. We never mentioned this before we talked about it on the discord, but we did buy a whole shit ton of Keldron Keldon warlords. As you yep. can see, if you're watching the YouTube, it's going to get so many cradles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will be signing these and maybe doing some little altars to them to represent, uh, Gaia's cradles potentially, but hmm. that if you don't know the bit of that, that's from the beginning of Lowry traded his Gaia's cradle to me when we were kids for my Keldon Keldon Warlord. Uh, so that we bought, bought a bunch of those, and every prize that we give away will have those included as well. So that's kind of a new thing there. Um, and then just so you guys know, we're probably gonna have a giveaway because uh, we're gonna break the record this month, even though. We have a slow Christmas week. That Dana episode, man, he helped us out, pumped this month out. Yep. And so we are going to break the record uh, unless something crazy happens and none of our podcasts work for the next three days. But that's not going (laughs) to, it's going to break the record. So we'll have a big giveaway there with, uh, should I even show what we have coming? One of the gifts is going to be this if you check out the. uh... (laughs) (laughs) That's another old bit. Uh, Giving away a quip. Uh, number two brought um, it up about he wanted the whole base. Well, we're giving away the whole toothbrush. It, and uh, What's the bit from that, Lowry, though? <laughs> so back when we were getting foil sheets, um, they they did not send me a, a foil sheet. They sent me the top half of a quip. <laughs> and I uh, didn't have a quip toothbrush. Yeah. So we gave it away. As a, you uh, did get a foil sheet eventually, but you got a quip. <laughs> like, it's just so weird. But yeah, so that's going to be a part because we were because we were in our cousin's wedding the day it showed up. My wife was like, "Did you order a quip?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" That was a good bit. Yeah, that was funny. So, Magic uh, Wizards is funny. They're funny. Yeah, very funny. So we're gonna add that to the mix of our prizes uh, coming up here with the breaking the record type thing here. So. Yeah. Uh, other way you guys can interact with us is check out Twitter. You guys can try to shoot us messages there. We will answer, but we just don't get anything there, but it is where we post all of our videos, post any of our polls, such, such as uh staple verses and all that stuff. Uh, also the not sharing. Well, I don't know. We got to name that differently because now it's more of pimping out, uh, drinking and blinging, I guess maybe something like that. I think, I think we stick with hashtag not sharing with Adam. Well, it's, it's, Bling, it's pimping your drink with the bling or paper with your cardboard, you know? It's not really not sharing with Adam anymore. Pimp drinking? Well, I think think it's going to get mixed in with some other. Well, I think how I. We don't have chalices. We don't. I hashtagged it. I think it was like drinking bling or something. I don't know. Because we're blinging out your cards. You're kind of showing off a card that you have. Anyways, I don't know. We're going to workshop that. If you guys have some ideas. Shoot us a Twitter message. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you can also direct message us, and that is the way that you can send us uh, questions, anything, uh, concerns, comments, all the, concerns or the comments. C's. What I was are we in a, the, the like a school? <laughs> yeah. Or you can shoot us the suggestions for this. 
It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. And the reason why you can shoot us the comment or the your suggestions for Stump the Smith Savant is Larry doesn't read the email, so he will not see that there. Don't do it on Twitter because it will pop up on his phone and he'll be able to see it. I so uh, if you want to shoot us some co- or some suggestions, that's where you do it. Just say no eyes for Lowry or just whatever. Name it Stump the Smith Savant. If you don't know how this game works, I am going to read the flavor text of a card. Lowry is going to try to guess the card by asking yes or no questions. If he gets a yes, he will hear this. Hello, boobies. If he gets a no, he'll hear this. Wrong, 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 wrong. He only gets five wrongs. After five wrongs, whoever the stumper is. This week is a newer patron, Nick Bundy. Uh, Nick Bundy will win the prizes. So not only do we have our Chatterfang, our Chatterfang uh, art card, uh, Keldon Warlord signed, eventually signed Uh and all that stuff. But we are adding to the mix because this is week number five of Stumping Lowry. It's not getting in focus, but it is uh, Belladros, full art, Belladros Witherbloom. Uh, so that will be added on top of the mix. So this is getting to be a big pile. This is uh, this is worth some, some dollars. So uh, the other thing is if Lowry can guess what the card does, uh, what it is, like if it's creature power, toughness, I can guess whatever. I everything but the name. Everything. He's- you get the initials. Yep. Yep. And uh, also, the cards are have to be in at least 5,000 EDH rec decks uh, for us to use. So just make sure you check that before you send that over. All right. So, like I said, this week, Nick Bundy, this is his card. So here we go. Uncharted depths, unbounded hopes, unfathomable, unfathomable, <laughs> hit it. Unfathomable mysteries. What? 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 Unfathomable unfathomable mysteries each one has a period afterwards uncharted depths unbounded hopes unfathomable mysteries so off the top of my head I want to say it's either a blue or a green card Um, blue because it kind of sounds like it might be talking about like water or leviathan octopus style or green like exploring the forest and stuff like that um i kind of want to say that it's that blue enchantment that deals with leviathans octopi or krakens octopi octopi i don't even know if that's how <laughs> no i think that's the right way to say it are you sure it's not octopuses <laughs> that, oh you're right that is how i used to say it that is right <laughs> you are correct um, sir um so it's quest for ula's temple that's the one i'm not that's my, not my guess i'll take a i'll take a clue please all right the art features a waterfall a sea creature and Ships? Question mark? Because I can't tell if they're ships or not, but they look like ships. So I have a question mark next to it. So the art features a waterfall, sea creatures, or sea creature, and ships? On Burgundy. <laughs> okay, so I was kind of on the right. This this is this is a blue card. Are you asking that question? Um, that's that is that is a statement of fact. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's not a blue card in any form or way. 
What? All right, that was uh, that was <laughs> tricky. That was tricky. I don't uh, I don't know. Um. So it has what in the art? A waterfall? A Leviathan? Waterfall. It actually should be waterfalls, uh, sea creature, and ships. I'll I'll take a second clue. The card features potential life loss and is second best at what it does. Second best at what it does? Uncharted depths, unbounded hopes, unfathomable mysteries. Art features waterfalls, sea creature, and a sea creature, and ships. Card features potential life loss and is second best for what it does. Potential life loss, which seems really ambiguous. Um, so there's like. So are we almost talking like a reanimate card? Like black? Or you're bringing back like a creature in the art? Unfathomable. Second best at what it does. Um. Yikes. But like, there's plenty of good reanimate spells. That's so would this be a destruction no damnation wouldn't work um you want your third clue this might help you a bit yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll take that third clue I am real fucking lost alright this particular uh like version of this card was printed in gate crash but has seen many printings including a printing in 2022. So one coming up this next year. So we already know what the card is that's coming up. That should be a big hint right there. So was printed in gate crash. That's what this um, flavor text is from, but it has okay. seen many printings, including a printing in 2022. Shit. Um. Yikes. Yikes. Art Yikes. features a waterfall, sea creature, and ships. Card features potential life loss and is second best at what it does. Was printed in Gate Crash, but has seen many printings, including a printing in 2022. And is not a blue card. <laughs> oh. Right. I kept the dog in here because I thought that she wouldn't bark in <laughs> She's protecting you. Hey, hey <laughs> Didn't even see her there. <laughs> um, okay, so I I can admit that I'm I'm fairly lost at this point. Um so let's go with Gate Crash is a heavy multicolored set. So even if I get one color wrong, that means 
so let's see what what were the color pairings there it could be multicolored is um is this card black wrong 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 Holy fucking shitballs. Um. Art features a waterfall, sea creature, and ships? Art is, this features... a, is this a non-permanent spell? A non-permanent spell. Instant or sorcery. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, that's three wrong. Mm-hmm. Two left. I am so not okay. So it's a permanent. It's not black and it's not blue. Um, it has a sea creature, waterfalls, and some maybe ships, but it's. Like all of that art screams blue, but it's not blue. Um, Gate Crash had black, Car- white. Card features potential life loss and is second blue, best at what it does. Red, green. Was p- printed in Gate Crash, but has seen many printings, including it will be printed in 2022. Yeah, that doesn't help me. I don't remember anything that's being like previewed there is something <laughs> I'm sure there is many times and I'm assuming most of them are commander products um but if I can't get like the color I'm gonna I'm gonna waste them all trying to figure out what color it is so like am I going back with green can I hear the flavor text again, please? Uncharted depths, unbounded hopes, unfathomable mysteries. Yes. Is made- this color green? Wrong, 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 wrong. Art features a waterfall, sea creature, and ships. Card features potential lost life and is second best at what it does. Was printed in Gate Crash, but has seen many printings, including it will be printed in 2022. I mean, like, I got one guess left, and I'm mm. nowhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am nowhere. And, well, like, maybe we're on the wrong page here, because I was meaning, like... I guess I should have maybe been more clarified, like, said, like, is black in the color? Like, is it at least black? Because normally that's what I go with, but I didn't. Um, Well, if black was in it, I would have said yes. Okay. Okay. If blue was in it, I would have said yes. If green was in it, I would have said yes. So it's red or white? That doesn't make any sense. Why are you getting hung up on colors? Because it helps me, like zero in and maybe it's an artifact but again they're it's a multicolored set 
And so I guess it could be an artifact or colorless or, you know, something like that, but it's a permanent. I think we're going to have so, uh, some clarification. <laughs> Always when you get stumped, we have some clarification at the end that we have to do. <coughs> because it's so more than likely it's an enchantment or an artifact, I guess. Because I just I don't see that being a creature or a planeswalker. Planeswalkers have rarely have any. Um, there's potential life loss and is second best at what it does second best at what it does was printed in gate crash but has seen many printings including, including 2022 I'm not going to give you hints but what if we there's only one really thing we've talked about for 2022 that we know that is going to be printed like that we know of cards and that's too much helping you but I think you're kind of... No, I know. Like, you're just repeating the obvious, but I don't know what's being printed. We've talked about it on the cast. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, this will help because uh, we've only talked about... There's only... I don't remember talking about this on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what... All right, I'll go through the clues again. So we, but know, so we know that, like, Double Masters 2 is coming out. And we know that Commander Legends is coming out. But I don't remember any cards that were associated with that. And so I should be starting, I should be trying to think of something, like, really, really big. Oh, my goodness. For forty fucking minutes. <laughs> no, we haven't gotten to our top ten yet. I'm, I, I'm okay admitting defeat. All right, so I'm not even close. What if I helped you out by saying what unset is coming out? What is in the unset? What is being reprinted the, in the unset? The Shocklands. What God color? You are completely on the right color. It's just the the lands don't have an identity, so I couldn't give it to you that it was You're blue. You're totally right. I couldn't give it to you that it was green. That's breeding pool. <laughs> oh. Nice job. Nice so I don't job. know. Did I? I mean, could I? No, should you did I? That right. Okay. You I was just right. making sure because I'm like, the, the identity has blue and green right in it. I mean, because right. you have the symbols in it. Yeah, but. but I always, I never go with identity. Yeah. I go with, yep. All right. <laughs> oh, that was tough. You had that, I was so impressed because right away from the text, you got it blue green. I'm like, all right, we're, he's going to get this right here. Oh, boy. And then when you guessed the colors, what threw you just way off. And it was, but you see, the card features potential li loss life because you, you can pay yeah. the two life. Yeah. And yeah. then it's second best at what it does because the Shot, regular duels. The duels. And then yeah. this is no, very good. Very good. Nice Man, job. I, all right, congrats, Nick. You won those cards, buddy. Uh, Laura, we're going to have to sign these soon. <laughs> I'm going to have to meet with you just so we can sign these. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay, so one other thing I did want to mention uh, that I forgot to give a shout-out to, Bill from Woodbury and Cole both uh, have helped out a bunch on the uh, get, compiling the list of what cards we've done for Stump the Smith Savant. We will be, I don't know, do we post that on Twitter? Like, so everybody can kind of see it. That's probably the best way to do it. So every week when yeah, we update true. it, we'll do a post on Twitter of the updated list so you guys can check out uh, what cards have already been done. So some people have suggested things and then they've already been done. 
Um, so that's where you guys can check it out to see if it's on there. Uh, all right. So we got to get into the beer and pizza of the episode. Um, cause we said congrats to Nick for stumping Lowry. Yes. That was uh, very nice. But now we are doing what? What is it? Top 10 commander cards of 2021. All right. So what we're going to do, since this is going to be already kind of long with this, we're going to just go back and forth with our top 10 and see where they line up. So, Larry, why don't you start us off with your number 10 card of the year? Uh, number 10 card of the year is going to be a land called Witch's Clinic. Uh, Taps for colorless. I don't yeah. even have that in here. Yeah, that's all right. We might have a lot of different ones. Okay, so actually one of the rules that I had was I have to actually have it in decks or about to go into decks. And I don't have any rules. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> and so it, it, um, this is in my Glen deck, and so it, it taps for a colorless or... It, you pay to tap it. Target commander gains lifelink until end of turn. Um, and I really, really okay. like this card. It's super cheap. And I think it's going to go really well in those like Voltron commander, like when your commander is being built upon. And I think it does a lot of work there. And I just uh, have kind of really dug it in there uh, when I'm when I'm goldfishing the deck. And so I, I like it quite a bit. Very nice. Uh, all right. My uh, number 10... I don't know if I want to make fun of yours or not. If uh... Wow. Wow. <laughs> what? I'm just saying it didn't even make it on one of our top 10 lists and you're putting it in. So my That's number right. 10 doesn't, my number 10 doesn't even make it in one of our, any of our top 10 lists. But uh, the reason why it didn't okay. is because it's a legendary creature and it is Toski bearer oh. of secrets. Uh, it's not okay. just for a squirrels because the thing is, is, is whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So it's not just yeah. one creature. It's every creature that you hit with mm -hmm. them. You draw. It's indestructible. It attacks each turn if able. It can't be countered. It's it's not your squirrel commander because you're going to be using, uh, what's this, Chatterfang. This just Chatterfang. goes in a lot of green decks where you're attacking, and it's a good way to draw cards. Uh, what is it? Um, the snake one. Doesn't it Fra do a sip? Frostbang. Frostfang. I like Frostbang better. Frostbang. Frost. Bang, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> Okay, kill him. No, yeah. Oh, they, oh, oh. I don't want relationships. I, I just, just want, want bang, 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 bang. I don't want to know your name. I just want bang, bang, so, bang. So, Frostbang. <laughs> <laughs> but that one does a similar thing, right? It's when it deals, yeah. your creatures yep. get death touch and all that stuff, but they, uh, you draw a card. I, I like Toski a lot, too. Yeah. It almost made my top 10. That's in my, like, aura deck, mm -hmm. my, my Kesha deck. So... Hey. Totally agree. I Lastly, like on that twenty one thousand EDH rec deck, so it's in a lot of decks, and it hasn't mm. even been out a year. So mm. that's that's another thing. I didn't I didn't check on EDH rec or anything on that. All right, my number nine. Number nine. Also, I don't think it made anyone. I don't know how many of Mars actually, or how many of mine actually. Your, made your top list 10 is list. a little different. It's what made it into decks that makes it a little yeah. more unique. Um, okay, Visions of Ruin. It's from the Commander. I think you could only get this in the set boosters or whatever from uh, Midnight Hunt. But it's three colorless red sorcery. Each opponent sacrifices an artifact. For each artifact sacrificed this way, you create a treasure token. Yeah, we did and have that. We had that we? in our one yeah. of our top ten. Yep. And then it's flashback eight and two red reduced by the amount your CMC of your commander does the same thing. Um, I think we had that at like eight or nine on our list. So I, I like that card for... This card is yeah. sitting or is in four decks right Holy now. Sitting crap. to get in. 
Yeah. So like it just right now it's like pay four to destroy three artifacts, get three tokens, and then essentially it's pay another two red to destroy three more artifacts and, and because get you get three more treasure. You get three treasure tokens off of that. Yeah. 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 And so it just feels super cheap to destroy six artifacts on board. Like you're talking and, and you're still ahead three treasures at the end of it, mm-hmm. you know? So it just, it seems like it's going to be a really good card for me. And that's only if it hits though, right? You only get the treasures if they, if you, if, yeah, if they sacrifice an artifact, but I mean, artifacts are so right. prevalent. Playing mono rocks that. and yeah, treasures and all that stuff. So uh, it's not something that I'm truly worried about. Yep. Uh, my number nine goes with treasures as well. Mine is treasure <laughs> vault. Uh, Son this... of a... <laughs> did it make it? Uh, treasure. I thought it did. I didn't get it. Never mind. Okay. This was number one on our top 10, uh, commander cards for the D and D set adventures mm-hmm. in the forgotten realm. This makes it to number nine. It's at 12,000 EDH rec decks. I think it's a great card to have in pretty much any deck. Uh, one that you're dealing with treasures or even multicolor decks because you're able to sacrifice, sacrifice this at late game to give you uh, treasure tokens, a uh, monofixing and all that stuff. So, I think it's an awesome card. I think this card is, I mean, I think you should pick up these because there's only the two versions of it. And if you can get the, uh, the modular, whatever the cool looking one. Um, but this is just a fantastic deck and I'll make it a bunch of decks. So that is my number nine. What is your number eight? I'm going to go with Archon of cruelty. Uh, this is modern horizons two. It's, uh, six. And this is my number seven. Uh, no, oh, it should no, be number eight. eight. Yeah, 10, nine, eight. <laughs> there we go. Number eight. Archon I'm just going to skip around to whatever number I want. <laughs> six colorless, black, black. Archon, oh, six, black. six, flying. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, uh, target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker and discards a card and loses three life or planeswalker. What the fuck? And loses three life. You draw a card and gain three life. This is probably the best non-Eldrazi creature out there? Like, that's Big that's very fair. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's non-Eldrazi, so, like, those kind of <laughs> tend to be the top dogs. But this this is mashing up Euro and Kroxa into one card. It's, it's... It's just really, really good. It's very powerful. It's drawing you cards. It's kind of like... It's it's like a cruel ultimatum, but on a creature that can do it over and over and over. It's a really good reanimation target. It's a really good like cheat into play target. It's I it does a lot in my um Vivictus Asmati Dire deck. It's like one of the best mm-hmm. creatures to just pop into play. And like I would probably rather do that over maybe like it's up there with like old Gnawbone. It's like one of the best creatures that you can be getting. Old Gnawbone's probably right there too. So I will give a little, uh, old Gnawbone was on my list of my, like I had 19 cards I had and then I will down to 10. Yeah. It did not make my top 10 list, but it is a good freaking fantastic card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well mine is also a black card and it is actually meat hook massacre is the mm. one that I went with for number eight. Mm. I do not own this card. You got this card from Card Kingdom, right? On a Card, card Kingdom. Card Sphere. 
Cards. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. a trade. So this one is that uh, when it comes in two black and X, uh, when it enters, creatures get X minus X until end of turn. Whenever a creature you control dies, each opponent loses a life. And whenever a creature an opponent dies, you gain a life. And this is just a legendary enchantment. It's just excellent on, even if you're not doing a deck that's a lot of, although it should go in that for the most part, but you could just have it in any black deck that's dealing with creatures dying or whatever. You don't even have to have a deal with that. If creatures die in the game, you're gaining life. They're losing life if yours die. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a awesome card. It is already in 9,000 EDH rec decks, and that just came out a couple months ago. So It's it's a highly played strategy. I, I totally know what you're saying. So. And it was number one on our list. So, so far, it I've was. gotten two of our number ones. Yeah. <laughs> Got to notch them off. Yeah. Um, number my, seven. My number seven is going to be Sword of Hearth and Home. Oh. What? What? Did you the do card? that? No, I didn't. No, I'm just saying it's it's... It's my card. I, it's not your card. Okay. Three Staple colorless, versus. two a new equip, plus two, plus two, pro green and white. Uh, when it deals damage, you put a land, basic land into play and blink a creature, and it goes perfect in my Omnath Locust of Creation. You said this card was garbage last week. I, now well, it's because it's just a discussion. <laughs> it's it's not how I really felt. <laughs> it was acting. <laughs> 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 um yeah it's a I, fantastic I think card. the card is crazy and like i said like so it's it's getting me a landfall trigger it's resetting omnath and let me give you um, the stats on that one because it was on my top 19 but didn't make the cut Eleven thousand edh rec decks and was number five on our list for modern horizons 2 commander cards so right on right on we're yeah, not too bad i love that card as you know from last week too i like it <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. I like that card a lot. Number seven for me is actually one that we kind of, uh, I did spec on. This was a one spec card. It was also oh, talked no. about in the discord as well. Uh, just recently this week yes. uh, as a spec It is storm kiln artist. That's my number six. Oh, wow. So that's gonna be your next one. Hey, that makes it easy for me for editing. Thank you. <laughs> so number six and number seven for me is storm kiln yep. artist. It is three and a red for a dwarf shaman. The dwarf part doesn't matter. I mean, it helps with, nah. Magda, but really what it gets, it gets one plus oh for each artifact you control. And then whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, create a treasure token. So that is just awesome. You're casting spells, you're getting mana kind of back. It's crazy in there. Yeah. So it's it's definitely super powerful. And I and I did want to say like Archmage Emeritus, the one that draws you cards for spells as well. Uh, um, that is my number six. Thanks, Larry. Oh no! Shit. <laughs> I was I was putting them together because I yeah. was going like they're doing the same thing. Yeah. All right, let's that talk about my, it. That is my number six card. <laughs> well, no, since I talked about Stormkiln artists, why don't you talk about Archmage? <laughs> uh, so that's two colorless, two blue. I stats two, don't two, matter. Two two human wizard. It and it draws you a card whenever you cast a, an instant or sorcery spell, or if it's copied. Right. And it's crazy value. It's yep. and it's free. Right. Like there's no other blue card that's like that when it comes to just like casting a spell and drawing a card. So it's, the reason I had them like I had that I think drawing is better than getting a treasure, and so that's the only reason this one's higher. I probably use Stormkiln okay. a lot more because I play only red for some reason. <laughs> uh, but to give you an idea, twenty three thousand EDH rec decks for Stormkiln, twenty thousand EDH rec decks for Archmage. That's crazy how many they're in already. Archmage only made or made it to number two. Stormkiln was not on any of our lists for uh, top commander cards because it isn't uncommon that is probably why we kind of overlooked it a little bit. Potential. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, so that was in Strixhaven. Both of them are in Strixhaven, so they both came mm-hmm. out on the same set. Yeah. Okay. So we got our sevens and our sixes out of the how, way. How are we doing this? <laughs> so now we go to number five because, right, we got our sevens and sixes. So what is your number five card? All right. So I'm going to go with one that I was super high on, and I'm not even sure if if I like it this much, <laughs> but I might have put it up there just from, like, being conscious about how big I was in on it. I feel like uh, surge to victory. Oh, at number five. I, saw, I saw that at one point. I was like, I wonder if Larry's going to put this on his list just because he was all about it. All or, about it. All I about still it. really love it. Um, but so it's four colorless red, red sorcery, exile target, instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. Creatures you control get plus X plus so until end of turn, where X is that card's mana value. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player this turn, Copy the exiled card. You may cast the uh, copy without paying its mana cost. I think I think the big thing, like it's awesome in Calmax. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the other big thing that I might have missed on it when I was first going with it is like you need to have like a couple of different strategies well, you need to get in a little bit to make it work. Yeah, I mean, you need to get through is the big thing because it doesn't yeah. need so real combat you, you damage. You kind of want to be going wide. Yeah. But you also want like some sort of interaction that's going on in your deck. So like, I think it'd go well in that like breaker of the coil deck where you're like also goading their stuff. And um, like I said, I got it in Calamax. I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a really good card. I think it's a really powerful card. But I don't think it just mm-hmm. kind of goes in every deck. Um. So, but I do really. I think. I think the blowout potential is huge. I think it's really big. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it I makes like your it. five position because you still love it so I much. I still love it, <laughs> but it's not in a ton of my decks. It's not like I. I'm. I have the reservations on it, so I, I get it. But for some reason, I just really, really like the card. So yeah. that's why we have separate lists. Because it does, it does some uh, damage in uh, the five. Seen or heard number twos doing that thing because that's yeah. just Zephy is just stupid. Uh, anyways, uh, my number five. It did not make it on any of our lists. It is in eleven thousand EDH rec decks, and it is Academy Manufactor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a three uh, three drop artifact for a one three. Assembly worker. If you would create a clue, a food, or a treasure token, instead create one of each. It just has tons of value to it. Uh, treasures are becoming more and more just evergreen with every every set. They have treasures. Clues and food are not, but even if it's just making a treasure to get a clue, a potential draw, and a food token, which is life, that's kind of nice. I mean, you don't have to have it in a deck that's like needing tons of artifacts or feeding off of all like treasures or making whatever, just getting that value with all three of those in there. It's draw life and more mana. That's pretty fantastic right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like I said, it's 11,000 EDH rec decks. That's why it makes it my number five spot. Wasn't on any of our lists, uh, but it probably should have been. So, all right. Number four for you, Lowry. There's one that did not make any of our lists, but it's gone in about three or four or sitting in waiting to go in, it's called Druid class. Um, oh, it's did? from the D and D set mm-hmm. colorless green. Um, uh, it's class 
Whenever land enters the battlefield under your control, gain one life, and then you can pay three, and then you can play an additional land each of your turns. I don't care about the level three because that's bad. It's the but second just one, those yeah. two right there, like it goes great in Trilasara, it goes great in my Kenrith deck, it goes great in um Omnath, because like getting those extra land drops, even if it's just like the third or fourth version of this, like not as good as as we'll be talking about in a little burgeoning. bit. <laughs> but still, this like I just I was able to pick them up for like 20, 30 cents a piece, and I just bought like seven of them. And mm. I'm just like, it's so much easier to put index when it's cheaper like that. You know, yeah. you're just going to have them instead of waiting for you to make proxies for me. And so <laughs> uh the the card is really, really good. Like it, it mm. fits in those like landfall decks, it fits in the life gain decks, it fits in, it's super cheap manageable you don't have to you know i i just really like it and this is my number four that's huge that's yeah. crazy yeah it's cheap you can get the foil ones for a buck get the foils for a buck yeah. and yeah uh, i need to pick up those two uh okay. okay so my number we're on four right yeah yep. my number four also deals with lands but in a different way it is tireless provisioner it did not make it on any of our mm-hmm. top 10 lists, but it is in 17,000 EDH rec decks. It is from MH2. Yeah. Uh, it is one green, two colors for a 3-2 elf scout landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control. You create a food token or a treasure token. So it's giving you an option. I think it would have been just treasure. as good if it was just treasure. <laughs> yeah, Fuck the food. <laughs> if it was just treasure. I would have loved it just as much. Uh, this is just a really good... like. And I think people talked about it on the Discord a little bit because I think I, I did pick up a bunch of these in foil uh, with my Card Kingdom buy list, whatever. But it made comparison to Lotus Cobra. This is just like a better Lotus Cobra because the mana empties out with Lotus Cobra. This makes you treasure tokens that you can sacrifice or food tokens if you really want it. So I like, think there's just so much more like artifacts. Yeah. You know, togetherness. Yeah. And holding the mana forever. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yep. So this is, and like I said, 17,000 EDH rec decks, and this came out in the spring slash summer, uh, and it's a special set. This is just go pick these up before they go up to $10, even just non-foils. I picked up foils, but non-foils are approaching two, and this, after Modern Horizons 2 stuff is done being printed, this is easily going to get up to $10. So mm-hmm. uh, we're not doing finance mm-hmm. here, but we're just saying good cards, but I'm saying pick this card up, just yeah. like you were saying with Druid Class, and I'm going to do the same because that's, an awesome card. What is your number three card? I'm going with uh, the two commanders that I fell in love with this year, and they both came from Strixhaven Commander sets, which would be Essex and Oscar. Um, I They are such fun commanders. And so um, that's all I got. I mean, okay, Essex plays around with tokens. <laughs> when you have tokens coming into play, you can have them be whatever other creature that are on the board. Uh, and then Oscar, you're just like getting a lot of value. Oscar's off just of, good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, off of sex, it's a ton like of value off artifacts. those cantrip artifacts. You can play around with like, which creatures you're coming into play. You have ETB effects. You can have sacrificing effects. Like there's a lot of kind of fun stuff that you can do with both those. So I was just saying like, cause I built a, you know, I built Jorn, didn't really enjoy it. Um, I still have Trey Lasara, but, and it's maybe good. I haven't played it a whole ton, but like, I don't love it, but Oscar and Essex, uh, I really enjoy those. Sweet. <laughs> on, a, 
really long episode day and all that fun stuff. Okay, yeah, uh, I like that you got the two in there. My number three is off of our big debate cards that we have, Ooh. and it is a card that is already in 36,000 EDH rec decks. What? It's from Modern Horizons 2, and it is Yavamaya Cradle of Growth. <laughs> Uh, what does that mean? That's your number three? That's my number three. Are you like, what is going to be number two and what is going to be number one? I wonder There's what it saga. is. There's wonder a saga. wonder what it's going to be. Right. <laughs> so Yavamaya, it's just it's in 36,000 EDH rec decks. Uh, it made it to number two on our list when we did Modern Horizons 2, uh, top 10 commander cards. Uh, it turns each land into a forest in addition to their other types. It's just an awesome card. Pick these mm-hmm. up before they also get way up there in price because it should be in almost every one of your green decks or multicolor decks, I should say, uh, to help with your land situation. Uh, all right. What is your number two? Hey, number two. My number two is Pest Infestation. Hey, mm, that's a good card. Pest, uh, that's XX green, destroy up to, or sorcery, destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments. Create twice X one one black and green pest creatures. When they die, you gain a life. And this is in three decks of mine. It's in Essex. And then it's just a really good like removal. Mm-hmm. So it just scales so nice because like you pay five, you get to destroy two artifacts or enchantments and put four one ones into play. And or you pay you know, that's five, six, seven, seven for three. And if you're making tons of mana, you can start just swarming the board. It's a really good token maker and it's an okay removal. I think it made it either into our honorable mentions or it was discussion before our top 10 or it was just towards the back end of our top 10 list. So I think, yeah, we both like this card. And so, I yeah. think I'm just, it's my number two. Yeah, right it's here. in I, a lot of your decks. I know what number... I think I know what both of our number one is. So, <laughs> well, can you guess what my number two is? Urza Saga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I had to do it for the bit, and actually, I think it's actually, uh, I think it's a better utility card for like not better card. It isn't not as many EDH rec decks, but it's in twenty four thousand EDH rec decks. That's still cool. It's a lot for Modern Horizons yeah. two. These are one of the top cards. Not as high as uh, the number one. T-Coats probably has six of those. So to give you an idea, uh, Yavamaya was number two on our top 10 and Urza's was number three. I have them flip-flopped. So I have Urza's is number two and uh, Yavamaya is three. It's just, I I mean, people know what Urza Saga does, but it comes in, it gives you a mana right away. The second phase, it can give you a mana right away or second turn as well. Uh, But you can also create a creature with it that at least is a one-one uh, if not bigger. And then the third one, you're sacrificing it, but you can tap it to use the mana right away. Uh, but you're going to get a mana rock. You know, it's already going to get your soul ring. It's going to get your mana vault. It's going to get your mana crypt. It's going to get any of these cards that are going to help you out. So you're losing a land, but you're getting those and they go directly Top, into skull play. clamp. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good yeah. artifacts at one. So it, it depends on if what you have in those first three turns, if you get a turn three, whatever um it just there's a lot that this does and i want to win the bet so i don't want them to ban it but i want them to ban it after a year long so next summer they can ban urza saga and the other formats so the card will drop in price and then i can buy a bunch of these because it's just a good card so 
Wow. Uh, wait, let me get drum rolls because yeah, we're, we're say this how about we both time. say it at the same time? I'm uh, pretty sure hey, we know. Hang on a second. Where is it? Drum roll. We have wah wah. <laughs> drum roll. All right, you ready? When the end of the drum roll. Okay. Our number one is Esper Sentinel. Yep. I can't. I can't believe that this didn't make everybody's number one card. Yeah, this is it's uh, White's best draw card. Yeah, it's hands down. It's an amazing card. Uh, they didn't. They didn't pin anything to it. Number one on our list. Bad. So with yeah. that modern, the funny thing is on my list, Modern Horizons two made it in the top three for me. <laughs> uh, but it's in thirty nine thousand EDH rec decks. Uh, it's just crazy so that good. the Modern Horizons stuff made it. Like all those cards are just highly highly used cards yeah um but this one's just it's by far the best card that came out this year and that's why i've been picking up as many as i can with it because it's just it's a good card it's i don't know if this is what it was for you but i think storm kiln artist from strixhaven is the only standard set card that made it onto my list well i had the archmage as well yeah yeah so but otherwise uh, i have mh2 and then commander uh, Sense. I had Cal Toski as, uh, Cal standard. Yeah. Uh, and then I had treasure vault. Um, true. All right. You were much more open to it than I was. And meat hook massacre. Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I did pick, uh, I, there was only two cards, two or three cards that weren't from our top 10 list, but that's not how I did it. I actually picked out my cards and then I went back and I was trying to go to each one of our episodes to see where they ranked on our list. Oh. Um, and that's how I came up with my list there. So, all right. Well, so that is our top 10 commander cards of the year. I think they're both good lists. I know I am going to at least not saying that I didn't like any of your other cards, but I do want to pick up the Druid class stuff because I think that is a very good point. Uh, especially with, um, the next segment where it's the staple versus. <laughs> Excuse me. I believe you have my stapler. Fight. <laughs> Staple versus. All right. Uh, if you guys don't know how this one works, we're just picking two cards that are kind of similar. Sometimes they're very similar. Sometimes they're not. There is only one spot in this deck. So whatever the cards are, if they're a green card and a blue card, means it's a green-blue deck. And we only have one spot to put the one of these cards in there. You guys have to decide. We're going to debate. Lara's going to take one side. I'm going to take the other side. And we're going to debate. And then you guys vote on Twitter, on YouTube, and on the Discord. Uh, we will compile all the numbers like we did for last week's, which was Sword of the Animist against my Sword of Hearth and Home. Where do you think this ended up? Yeah, I think you're pretty much I, right. I saw the Twitter poll. <laughs> And sort of the animus did much better than I thought it did. Uh-huh. Cause I thought I had this in the bag. Uh, so well, speaking of Twitter, 69% wow. uh, went to <laughs> yeah. sort of the animus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, YouTube 57% went to sort of the animus hmm. and the lovely, lovely discord 79% went to sort of the animus. <laughs> Overall, sixty-six percent sort of the animus won. Uh, I'm, I'm actually. This is the second week I've been surprised with the results. The first week yeah. was uh, the sensei's top. I honestly think, I, I think that Hearth and Home is so new that people don't realize how good it is necessarily. Yeah, I, 
after our discussion, like midway, like I was, that was a real reaction of just yeah. like, or I don't know if you cut it, yeah. but no, I didn't cut it. I kept you. Okay. <laughs> like I, you know, I don't think it's a competition at this point. I think hearth and home is just really, really good. Yeah. And you, like, it's so good. Pay one more to get all that bonus people's. I think the biggest thing is animus has been out for a while. People know what it does. You don't have to hit to get that. You draw. just get it. Um, yeah. but that flicker effect is huge in hearth and home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is adding a little bit of, you know, white is the, the spot removal king of the world pretty much. And it protects you with that. So it kind of gives a protection for your creature, gives a little bit of an evasion factor to it and gets you the, gets you the stuff untapped. That's the other part. The land comes in untapped. Not that that's a huge deal, yeah. uh, but yeah. that is kind of uh, one thing that, um, Coats made in a, a, a point with is you can flicker the creature you're doing. Yeah. It loses the equipment falls off of it, but you are getting a land. So you may be able to just use that land with another land and equip it right there. So then you have an untapped creature, even if it doesn't have an ETB effect, you do have a creature that can block uh, as well. So Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. thing. I think I kind of had like, (laughs) I don't normally do this on discord, but I did go into it and I'm like, I'm not, I know I'm losing this one because I'm already looking at the numbers. (laughs) So here's why I think that you guys are wrong. And so I went off on it and I was like, this is why this card is good. And I think in a year or two, we did this one again. It'd be interesting if we maybe keep a note of it, Lowry, but go back to it and see where the numbers go. Maybe not even have a debate, just throw the poll up and see what people would choose once Hearth okay. and Home has had time. To oh breathe. yeah. I'll try and remember that. Yeah. I think, you know, I, it's interesting. Hearth and Home is crazy good. Yeah. yeah. Hence why it made it on your top 10 list. But what are we yes. doing uh, for this week's uh, debate? We are going to do, uh, I am, going to be presenting my case for burgeoning which is one green one enchantment and whenever an opponent plays a land you get to put a land into play from your hand and oh boy is this a good good card like if you play this at the beginning of the game that's exactly it that is your only argument it's It's so good it's only it's so good it's only good in the beginning what what is your argument go what are you doing your exploration i I have exploration it's also a one drop enchantment you may play an additional land on each of your turns doesn't matter if it's beginning game doesn't matter if it's middle of game doesn't matter if it's late game Every single turn, you get two lands to drop. You don't need to worry yeah. about what other people are doing. You're worrying about what yourself and working yep. on your stuff. Yeah. You don't need yep. to focus on how people Burgeoning are playing Burgeoning is them. that good that like at, whenever at the beginning, middle, or end of the game, you just don't have any lands in your hand because you have them all in play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Explorations but you, but like, oh, dependent. I still only get two. I could have four per 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 round if I'm just drawing cards. It's late crazy. game, mid game. Who cares how many people yeah, are Bridget playing? Yeah, gets you into the late game and you gotta, so much faster. You got to focus on when they're playing on their turns. It's not. Oh you're not, yes, I hate when Ristic study and I got to pay attention when when my opponents do oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the the burgeoning is just focused. Uh, okay, here here's here's burgeoning's argument is mm-hmm. very good in the first couple turns. After that, I'm not saying it's crap. It's just, it it dramatically falls off with how good it is. It becomes you, a normally good card instead you know, of incredibly ex- good card. Exploration is just fantastic no matter when you play that card. And when you're going to have these in decks, it is going to be more focused on your landfall triggers, dealing with land dropping. You're, you're playing with like an Oracle Moldiah. You're playing it with other things. Exploration just works better with that. You're being able to play the extra land and use it that turn instead of 
burgeoning is you're playing on your turn. You're playing in one land. Yeah. You aren't playing a second land on your turn. So you're not taking no, you're advantage not. on your turn. So you say go. And if they play a land, if it's mid game, late game, they might not have any more land drops or don't even care about you getting land at sure. that point. Absolutely. You're going to play a land, but you can only use that land if you're dealing with, you know, instance or mm. your effects of what your creatures are doing. So I, I agree that that ramp on burgeoning is amazing. Those first handful of turns. But once you pass that point, it's, I'm not gonna say garbage. It just on a graph, it goes like this, like a freaking rocket. And then it goes, whereas exploration just is this. Mm, I don't think your side, I don't think your side effect was good. I think it's just, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I, I'm so, sorry. I do have a fart sound. I forgot that I could do that. I think so it goes like this, like, it goes up and then it goes, that's what I think, that's, okay so i think a little bit of what you're saying here is like exploration is just like consistently really good yes. and it works with those cards that you had mentioned and you haven't mentioned like crucible worlds yet either and no, that, i mean so that's like part of the whole you, yeah so I mean, like graveyard it, interaction I mean, right yeah. there can be really really good with your fetch lands and stuff like that and so burgeoning only is working with like your opponents playing lands like i agree like i think it's late fan- game i don't think they care right. and you have to have the lands in your hand also i think it's um, fantastic for those first couple turns like handful of turns it's yeah the best ramp out there because people people are playing their lands they they can't yep. hold back and go well i don't want larry to play more land so i'm just gonna keep this in my hand no they're gonna go i want this down i, I think that's a better uh, one drop than playing a soul ring on turn one because everybody's playing their lands that next turn. You're going, okay, I just got yeah. every single land out in my turn one. It's probably the best ritual. Yeah. Like that next turn, you can be at five mana plus, and it's just like turn two, five mana, easy. You're just like, wow. That had, the- like you have to have all the land in your hand as well. But like, even if you're sitting at three or four mana, that's like pretty damn good. Yeah, so we're kind of getting into like a joint of arguing together with this one. Um, we are a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So the hard part is, is what you got to decide is, are you? But it moves like that's the whole thing. Like burgeoning just moves you into the late game so much faster. Right, but what if you draw this late game? Then you're already winning. Like, who cares? Then it's just a garbage card. It's like, oh, great. It's like, but there, there are land. cards that you don't need at the <laughs> I, be- like at the end of the game when you need it at the beginning. Like, you're fine. Like, what what is drawing a soul ring for you at the end of the game? That's garbage at that point. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's still garbage one of the best card. cards ever. Like, it's a, it's in the game, card. it's in every fucking deck. It's, it's a garbage card. Uh, <laughs> so, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's okay to have cards that are really, really fucking good at the beginning and not so good at the end. But what I'm and saying so, is burgeoning though, it, it so depends on your hand and having it in your hand and them playing stuff. Whereas exploration, you're manipulating how you're doing it. You're playing your, like you're saying, you're playing your, having your crucible world so you can play stuff from your graveyard. You're making it a landfall type of deck. Whereas mm-hmm. burgeoning, you're, you're, it's good out. But if you're mid game, people can just say, well, no, you're getting too much of a benefit from playing a land i'm not going to play land i don't need it i have my monorocks i have this and this yeah. and this set and I mean, the but other that's part a good of it effect. is 
the other part of it is at that point, you might not have land in your hand at that point. You know, yeah, you're, not, you're if, not, if you don't have land in your hand and they're going, I don't want you to put a land out. So I'm not going to put a land out. That's also a really good benefit that exploration sure. does not do. And well, so like, like that, if even, cause even drawing a land at the end of the game is still good, like per se, it, but if you don't want to play it, yeah, yeah. Just it, moving your board state forward. Like it. obviously if you're top decking, you're fucked, but <laughs> Like if, just think, if you're just trying to move your board state forward and you got these, an X spell in your hand, you know, a torment, a hailfire or whatever, and you want to move forward, can, but you don't want your opponent like that has burgeoning to. Can I ask land. you uh, an honest question? No, you're probably not going to be honest here. <laughs> uh, out of the two, what do you have in more decks? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> You're debating honesty or not honesty. Because <laughs> I will tell you from I, my side, I have both cards. Burgeoning yeah. is not in a single deck. Exploration is in a shit ton of decks. Because you are say, a landfall, you are a landfall maniac, because that yes. is one of your yep. favorite things yep. to do. Yep. Uh and exploration just helps with that. It's getting you your double triggers. You're able to play multiple cards. You're you're a, a fetch land maniac. You are a Crucible Worlds maniac. Uh, yeah, I'd say they're equal. They're about oh. equal. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're about equal. Yeah. I think this is a good discussion. I yes. think it's pretty close. Uh, wish we could get the honesty button here. Uh, what are you talking right. about? You looking for a button to press? Yeah, no, 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 no. Who's there we go. Bro? <laughs> All right. Well, that is our discussion. Now it's time for you guys to vote. Uh, if you guys want to do the animist way and vote wrong, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. But you guys can vote in wow. three different places. You can. I hope on- you your attitude is just going to turn everybody on you, and I just win. <laughs> well, for that's the rest what happened of the with year. the Discord. Look at that. 79%. I'm just going to win the rest of the year. I know you won seventy nine percent. Discord always goes for Lowry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you can vote on Twitter is one place to vote. You can vote on YouTube. That is on the community tab. Just check out there. You can see all the past ones as well. And then you can vote in the Discord if you are a patron. So, all right. That should do it for this week. We are moving into the new year. Lots of things happening. New cards, I guess, next week because we got stumped this week. So, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And we'll see what giveaways besides just the quip next week. We'll, we'll come <laughs> up with those. So, all right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. Oh, I got to get the button. Oh, man. I th- we have too many buttons here. I oh, I can just hold that down. I'm talking tatas. That's good. I, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Just thought it was bunkers for honkers. I love I guess boobs. Our, Thanks for the memories. Here. I love boobs. Oh.